0: It is one of the most significant holy days on Jewish calendar. Its observance is filled with messianic and prophetic clues, as well as important insights for your daily walk with God. Just ahead, discover more of the surprising secrets of Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles. Today, on Jewish Voice. Sukkot
1: is a reminder That we have a relationship with God. That these booths are are temporary. And life in the same way is transient. The booths were simple. We can see the sukkah as a symbol of the frailty and transience of life. That this life is temporary. But our relationship with God is eternal. Can you say amen to that? It's an eternal relationship. And so we spend the time with him. We follow the cloud, the fire, when it moves. And we understand the Sukkah reminds us that this life is short, this life is passing, but our life with him, our relationship with him, is eternal. And it's based on his presence. I love that about Sukkot. I'm reminded in the Sukkah that our life is transient. And then finally, the Sukkah represents God's divine protection. God gave the children of Israel boost to protect them from the elements. No matter what we've been through or how things are going for us, God is our shield. God is our strong tower. And no matter how violent the storm around us, God's tabernacling with us and he's there to protect us I don't know what you're going through now, and it might be a severe time. You might be fighting a a sickness, or the death of a loved one, or the separation of, of a spouse. I want to tell you that God cares, that God loves you, and that God is there for you no matter what you're going through. The Bible says that they may be attacking us from all around, but they'll fall to our right, to our left, right? Because God is watching out over us. God is our strong tower. God is our shield. And the Sukkah reminds us of that. The transience of life. But compared to that, a God who says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I'm so glad for that. Aren't you? I'm so glad for that. There's a Yiddish song that tells the story of a Russian on Sukkot. A storm breaks out, but the father... Won't leave the sukkah. And just as it looks like it's going to collapse, his daughter runs outside to convince him of the danger. The father then embraces his daughter and, with a smile, explains that their little sukkah is already 2,000 years old. And if it hasn't collapsed until now, it won't in this storm either. What was he saying? He was saying that although the enemy has sought to destroy the children of Israel, And we have so many efforts to destroy Israel found in scripture. The book of Esther, where Haman tried to destroy our people. The story of Pharaoh, where he tried to wipe out the Jewish people through killing the male children. But what happens? Moses is floated down in the water and raised in the very home of Pharaoh. God preserved the children of Israel and brought them out of Egypt. And then we have the story of Herod trying to kill all male children to keep the Messiah from coming. All of these efforts failed, and God has preserved the Jewish people. In fact, we're told in Jeremiah 31 that as long as the sun shines by day and the moon and stars by night, they declare God's sovereign preservation of the Jewish people. No, the sukkah has remained for thousands of years. Although the enemy has tried to destroy it, the children of Israel still remain, and that sukkah is still up. Israel has been restored as a nation. God is bringing the children of Israel back from the four corners of the earth because he remains faithful to the children of Israel and he's protected them and preserved them. My friends, the same God is preserving and protecting you. And regardless of the storms of life, regardless of what you're going through now, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He is your protector. He is your provider, and he will not let you go. The author of your faith also says he is the completer of your faith as well. He will preserve and protect you as he's preserved the children of Israel. And this little booth reminds us of that God, a God who will never leave you and never forsake you. And just as he has preserved the children of Israel, he will preserve you as well.
0: Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One way we do this is by providing life-saving medical help To some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world as we share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their true Messiah today we are preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remarkable tribe in Gondar Ethiopia the Beta Israel a lovely but persecuted people who have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries Today, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital outreach. Will you be a blessing to these suffering Jewish people? Time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. Without our immediate help, some of these precious sons and daughters of Abraham may die needlessly for lack of basic medical care. But you can help save them. But we must act now. Call or click right now to share life-saving help. And we'll say thank you by sending you the full DVD presentation by Jonathan Burness that expands on and extends the teaching you saw on today's broadcast. Celebrating Sukkot, the Feasts of Booths on DVD. Plus our exclusive JVMI calendar, which features inspiring photography and information concerning all the Jewish feasts. Both are our very special thank you for any gift of support today. And if God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more to help bless some of the neediest Jewish people on earth, we'll send you both of these resources. And to beautify your home, a set of three Jerusalem Globe candle holders. This lovely and unique set with silver and gold finishes includes one large and two small candle holders and feature significant Jerusalem landmarks. They are sure to remind you to pray the peace of Jerusalem. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. PLEASE CALL, WRITE, OR CLICK, RIGHT NOW.
1: Sukkot HAS A PROPHETIC MEANING AS WELL. IT HAS A LAST DAY'S FULFILLMENT. I BELIEVE THAT IT REPRESENTS THE FINAL INGATHERING OF THE HARVEST OF SOULS. NOW, I SAID BEFORE THAT THIS WAS A CELEBRATION OF THE WHEAT HARVEST the wheat harvest. This was one of the uh, the, the crops, the, the final crop, in fact, that the children of Israel would harvest and celebrate. Well, the Bible connects wheat to souls. We have the parable of the farmer who collects the wheat and the tares together. The wheat is symbolic of souls in the harvest. God is harvesting souls, the final harvest, and I believe that Sukkot, which is the final wheat harvest represents the final harvest of souls. In Matthew chapter 24, verses 30 and 31, it says this, then will appear the sign of the son of man in heaven. And then all the peoples of the earth will mourn when they see the son of man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And now look what verse 31 says. AND HE WILL SEND HIS ANGELS WITH A LOUD TRUMPET CALL, AND THEY WILL GATHER TOGETHER. THEY WILL GATHER TOGETHER, HIS ELECT FROM THE FOUR WINDS, FROM ONE END OF THE HEAVENS TO THE OTHER. GOD PROMISES TO INGATHER THE ELECT, HIS PEOPLE, IN THAT FINAL HARVEST BEFORE JESUS RETURNS. I've got some exciting news for you, my friends. There are more Jews that believe in Jesus, Yeshua, today than at any time since the first century. What began as a small remnant just 70 years ago with the restoration of Israel, and then 1967 with the restoration of Jerusalem, directly connected with end-time prophecies spoken by Jesus himself, that Jerusalem would be trodden down by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles be fulfilled. And then it speaks of a great revival in Romans 11 that culminates with all Israel being saved. God is gathering the Jewish people back to himself. I believe that as he gathers them back to himself, it will mean a great revival, a great outpouring for the nations. Romans 11:15. 15, if their rejection Brought you salvation. What's going to happen when the Jewish people come back? It will bring life from the dead. A final harvest, the greatest harvest, the greatest outpouring, the greatest revival that the world has ever seen. Do I believe there's dark days coming for the world? I do. I do. I think we have to get ready. I think we have to be prepared. Do I think that God is going to pour out his spirit and that the light will get brighter and brighter in the midst of darkness? I do. I believe that we're going to see in the midst of the greatest darkness the world has ever known, the greatest outpouring of salvation and power and restoration that the world has ever known. Do you believe that? I believe that. Verse 31, and he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call, that final shofar, and they will gather his elect from the four winds, from one end of the heavens to the other. Friends, we are living in the time when the fall feasts are about to come, the final trumpet blast in heaven, Rosh Hashanah, which is actually Yom Teruah, the final trumpet sound in heaven, gathering God's people to himself. Yom Kippur, which I believe is a prophetic picture of Israel crying out, Baruch haba b'shem Adonai, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus himself said, you will not see me until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The very thing that the children of Israel cried out on Sukkot throughout the centuries, the very thing that the Jewish people that assembled to see the Messiah ride into Jerusalem cried out as they waved the lulav, as they waved those branches, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And Jesus says, you will not see me again until the people of Jerusalem cry out once again from Psalm 118, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And then Sukkot, the final gathering of the elect and the restoration of the earth as Messiah rules and reigns in Jerusalem, the messianic age, the millennial reign. Aren't you looking forward to that? I am so looking forward to that. It's coming. It's coming. The fall feasts of Israel prophetically are about to come, and we get to be a part of that. Understand that Yeshua said this, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me if you want to be part of this plan it starts and ends with the Messiah the one that has become God's salvation Yeshua he is God's great plan of redemption for all mankind
0: here at jewish voice we are dedicated to proclaiming the gospel the good news that yeshua jesus is the messiah to the jew first and also to the nations one way we do this is by providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy jewish people in the world as we share god's love and the good news that jesus is their true messiah today we are preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remarkable tribe in Gondar, Ethiopia, the Beta Israel, a lovely but persecuted people who have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Today, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital outreach. Will you be a blessing to these suffering Jewish people? Time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. Without our immediate help, some of these precious sons and daughters of Abraham may die needlessly for lack of basic medical care. But you can help save them. But we must act now. Call or click right now to share life-saving help. And we'll say thank you by sending you the full DVD presentation by Jonathan Burnus that expands on and extends the teaching you saw on today's broadcast. Celebrating Sukkot. The Feasts of Booths on DVD. Plus our exclusive JVMI calendar, which features inspiring photography and information concerning all the Jewish feasts. Both are our very special thank you for any gift of support today. And if God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more to help bless some of the neediest Jewish people on earth, we'll send you both of these resources and to beautify your home a set of three jerusalem globe candle holders this lovely and unique set with silver and gold finishes includes one large and two small candle holders and features significant jerusalem landmarks they are sure to remind you to pray the peace of jerusalem to share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources please call click or write now And remember, your generous gift will make you part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now.
1: There's so much need in the world, sometimes it's just overwhelming. But God calls us to minister to one person at a time, and together we can make a difference. I prayed for a frightened mother in Zimbabwe whose baby was suffering terribly. I watched tears run down her face as our doctor provided care. I've seen a lame teenage girl drag herself down the street on her hands because God told her he had a wheelchair waiting for her. Amazingly, someone had donated funds for two new wheelchairs We had shipped them over with the medicines. She left wheeling herself down the street in her shiny new wheelchair, a huge smile on her face. One life changed at a time and as a result thousands of lives have now been transformed but thousands more still need our help will you help us change lives will you be his voice will you be the one that says yes and allows God to use you to demonstrate his compassion and share his message of eternal life I hope so we need your help they need your help be his voice For more information, go to jewishvoice.tv or call 1-800-299-9374. I'm here in the pools of Bethesda in the old city of Jerusalem. And this is a very important place because this was the place of mercy. We miss it—the uh, meaning of the name of the place. And if we don't go back to the Hebrew or the Aramaic, Bethesda comes from two Hebrew words: "bait," which means house, and "chesed," which means mercy. This was the house of mercy, and we know it's the right place because the pools exist to this very day. Uh, they were—they're much lower, uh, which tells us shows us the level of the city in the time of Yeshua. But we're—we're we're given the location in John chapter five. We're told, first of all, that Yeshua comes to Jerusalem for the Feast. It's the Feast of Passover, Pesach, which was the watershed event in Jewish history, commemorating the exodus of the Israelites out of Egypt. And this was a pilgrimage feast. There was three times a year that the men of Israel would come to Jerusalem and worship in the Temple. And those those were um, Passover, Pesach, Sukkot, or the Feast of Tabernacles, And Pentecost, or Shavuot, that's why there was so many people worshipping in the temple uh, when the Holy Spirit was poured out and the disciples were able to to share their faith. It was a pilgrimage feast, and Yeshua had come to Jerusalem for the pilgrimage feast of Passover, not to celebrate it um, only, but to become the Passover lamb that would take away the sins of the world. And it was here at the pools of Bethesda, which we're told was right outside the Sheep Gate. We're told that in verse 2. Now, there wasn't Jerusalem near the Sheep Gate, a pool, which in Aramaic is called Bethesda, or Beit Chesed, the House of Mercy. And the Sheep Gate is just 200 feet away. It's also called the Lion's Gate. I walked through that gate just a minute ago to come here to the pools. And uh, it was a very significant event that would take place when the angel would stir up the waters. We're told that uh, the blind, the lame, and the paralyzed would come here and that one who was paralyzed, who had been an invalid for 38 years, if not all of his life, most of his life, which was one of the signs, uh, the miracles that the Messiah had to perform. He had to heal a man lame, who was lame, from birth or early age, and also had to raise someone from the dead. Yeshua did that uh, not just once, but a number of times during his earthly ministry. And we're told that this man who had been here for 38 years was laying there when Yeshua came. Yeshua sees him lying there and says to him in verse, uh, or we're told in verse 6, that he was lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time and asked him, do you want to get well? Well, now, that's, on the surface, a strange question to ask. This man has made his way, an invalid has made his way to the pools of mercy. Why? To get healed, right? And, uh, and he, 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 he was waiting for a very long time. Or is there another uh, reality to the story, truth to the story that we're not seeing? Why does Yeshua ask him, do you want to get well? Well, this man had to search his heart. It's very easy to uh, fall into a pattern where the uh, liability becomes the crutch. Maybe this man was here because he was making his living laying here, and people were, felt sorry for him and gave him uh, coins, enough to eat. Did this man really want to get well? And Yeshua is asking him so that he can search his heart. You know, maybe you've been praying for something, for change. You've been praying for divine provision, and that means the Lord opening up the door to get a job. Do you really want to work? Do you really want what the Lord has for you? Or down deep, do you you don't want to change? And, And I think that's something the Lord will be asking if you're listening. Do you really want what you're praying for. And I want to ask you that question. Do you really want what you're praying for? And so Yeshua asks him, do you really want this? And the man doesn't say yes. He rather explains the way that it's always been done. I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. And while I'm trying to get in, Someone else goes down ahead of me. So he doesn't say, yes, I want to be healed, but he explains to Yeshua the way that it's always been done. It's always been done this way. And we can fall into patterns. We can fall into habits where the Lord has done it a certain way in our life in the past, and we're used to doing things a certain way. We're used to going to church and it being a certain way, or or Messianic congregation and it's done a certain way, and uh, the Lord may not do it the same way the next time. Uh, And we, we have to understand that there's a fine line between religion and relationship. Relationship is about a daily encounter with the Lord. Since 1967, Jewish Voice has been dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus is Messiah and Savior, to the Jew first and also to the nations. Now one way that we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. We've been able to demonstrate God's love by providing these people with medical care, with eye care, dental care, and it's all completely free of charge. But most importantly, we share the gospel. And it's because of your faithful support that we're able to make a difference in their lives. But we need your help. Will you be a part of saving lives, of transforming lives, and blessing desperate Jewish people by sharing a generous gift today? Now, if your answer is yes, we have some very special ways of saying thank you today. I've selected some helpful and encouraging resources that I'd like to send you. Just call Clicker right now to share and request them. And remember, your generous gift will be used to help some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Hey, by the way, we're on Facebook. You can check us out by going to facebook.com slash voice and just like us on Facebook and we'll keep you updated on all that's going on here at Jewish Voice. Well, as I leave you today, I want to remind you, as I do in every program, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The Bible says, they shall prosper that love thee. Until next time, this is Jonathan Berners saying shalom
0: and God bless you. Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you.